Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh! Oh, my God. Do you believe in miracles? What the hell is happening? And now, Ross Villarreal, voice of reason, producer, and former Uber driver. This is live and local weekend Houston sports coverage. This is the Sports RV Show with Ross Villarreal. Eleven o'clock, straight up here on Sports Talk Seven Ninety. Hello and welcome in to the Sports RV Show on a beautiful Sunday afternoon in the greatest city in Texas, Houston. My name is Ross Villarreal with you for a full two hours as somebody is just blankly staring at me outside of the window, outside of the door. Hello, sir. Um, <laughs> once This is twice, two weeks in a row now, Mike, where I have been, I have felt like I was in a zoo, but that's okay. This time We're going to be good because you. That was very today weird. is, not, not today, tomorrow is going to be the genesis as the Houston Rockets run it back. We also got to get the Astros. We got Houston Texans draft to get to. Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicle going to be with us starting at noontime. But I got to lead off with it. I got to start off with your Houston Rockets facing the Golden State Warriors in a rematch of last year. They are going to run it back. Promise. There's a, where's my Where's my song, bro? You know what? We had the guy staring. Oh, no, no. You know what? Here, just pause it, Mike. We're going to start the show all over again because this is how we roll. I can't can't start like this with a guy. This guy's still staring at me. Oh, my God. All right. Start the, start the show over. I'm flustered now, officially. Start get, Hit the intro again, Mike. This is not how we're going to do this on this Saturday. Thank you. Oh, my God. Do you believe in miracles? What the hell is happening? Ross Villarreal, voice of reason, producer, and former Uber driver. This is live and local weekend Houston sports coverage. This is the Sports RV Show with Ross Villarreal. 11.03 here on Sports Talk 790. Hello and welcome into the Sports RV Show. Ross Villarreal with you all the way up until 1 o'clock. We have a jam-packed full show for you today. We have Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicle going to join us to talk about the Texans draft and all the picks that they are making and keep us up to date with what's going on with them. We'll talk about the Astros as they yet again fall to the Cleveland Indians 6-3 to yesterday. Couldn't really get anything going despite plentiful 
opportunities against Corey Kluber. Uh, Corey Kluber. And we're also going to talk about your Houston Rockets tomorrow. The Golden State Warriors take care of business against the L.A. Clippers at the Staples Center. And now they are going to run it back. Yeah. Warriors win the win, 129-110. to 110. They take the best of seven, four games to two, and they get ready for the Houston Rockets on Sunday. Gets it back, plays it back to Rubio. Rubio up fakes, hesitates, now shoots an open three. Missed it. Rebound, Gobert. Gobert back up with the left. Missed it. Rebound, Gordon. Eric Gordon with a rebound. And the Jazz will not foul, and the Rockets will advance to the Western Conference semifinals. As they take this series in five, your final score, Houston 100 and Utah 93. We kind of know what they're going to do. You know, they, they, don't make, uh, they don't make you think uh, too much about what's, what they're going to do. They're, they let you know they're going to come after you and pick and roll. And we've played them uh, three times in the playoffs the last four years. Um, so... Um, we, we know their team well. They're, they're tough. Uh, we know they're already in the bay waiting for us. Um, so, yeah, um, it'll be a quick turnaround, but this is, you know, this is how, this is how it goes. It's the NBA. It's uh, just like the regular season. You get a day off and you play another game. I don't know about y'all, but I'm pretty hyped. 713-212-5790. Let's talk about it. 713 790. Kevin Durant terrifyingly goes for 50 in a closeout game against the LA Clippers last night. And now the collision course is set yet again. I remember sitting here last year talking to you folks. It was basically what was brewing all year long, all year long. The Rockets were the one seed. They'd won 65 games. They had Chris Paul. It was supposed to be the best chance they had to beat the Golden State Warriors. They got up 3-2. to two. And Chris Paul in the fourth quarter hurts his hamstring and misses game six and seven. And we know what happened in game seven with the 0 for 27. And it was just, I don't want to call it disgraceful. But it was just a massive disappointment to lose both of those games after going up 3-2 to two on the vaunted dynasty that is the Golden State Warriors. They're back-to-back champions now, winners of three of the last four. They are down Boogie Cousins, but they still have Draymond Green, who's been All-NBA and a Defensive Player of the Year. Kevin Durant, who if you watched any of that game last night, like I said, I think I'm going to keep with that word terrifying terrifying what Kevin Durant did to the Clippers last night he was just amazing 15 to 26 scored 50 points Steph Curry feels like he didn't do much he scored still scored 24 Clay Thompson we know what he can do the guy scored like 38 and a quarter before but if you listen to Daryl Morey you listen to the Rockets this is the series they wanted if you got to be the man, you have to beat the man. 
and the Golden State Warriors are the man. And the Rockets are going to have to go on the road for game one. As you just heard Steve Kerr say, they've been waiting for them in the Bay. It's a short turnaround for them. They're going to have to play in 36 hours. The Rockets have been ready. They're rested. And they're going to have to go out there and try to steal one in game one. And I, for one, I mean, I'm jacked up about it. So I want to definitely hear from you guys. Let's talk some Warriors. Let's talk some Rockets. And let's just look on the Rockets side. Uh, let's just evaluate what we saw from your Houston Rockets. Winners in five games against the Utah Jazz. In that series, James Harden was good. I will say he was good in three of the games, bad in one game, and then average in another. And I don't know if that's going to cut it against the Golden State Warriors. He's going to have to rise above. He's going to have to be transcendent. Because what happens as you get deeper in the playoffs and what happens basically in any sport is there's going to be tough times. There are going to be big games. There are going to be pressure cooker situations. And you have to have those guys where you say, wow, that was great defense, but that was better. Oh, I am watching somebody do something that's great. I am watching somebody when the chips are down, when everything is against them, they rise above and they make great shots. And I've been a defender of James Harden and his playoff resume. He's played something like 65 games or more as a Houston Rocket in the playoffs. And the only thing that people focus on is like two games. They say he's a playoff choker because of two games. I think that's not fair. But I also think... He can't, he's got to play better than he did in that first series. And I understand you're going against the Utah Jazz, who are the number one defense down the stretch with Rudy Gobert, who has just crazy length and can challenge any. And basically, he can sit at the rim and challenge shots at the three-point line because that's how great he is. And I get that it's going to be a little bit of a different animal with the Golden State Warriors. But James Harden's got to be better. Chris Paul's got to be better. Eric Gordon, keep doing what he was doing. He shot 48% from three in that first-round series. If Eric Gordon does that in this series, I think the Rockets are going to be okay. Same thing with P.J. Tucker. He shot over 40% from three in that first-round series. Daniel Wallhouse Jr. was only good in one game, and that was the game five. And he was he only made like two threes in that game, but he was two for two, so you shoot 100% from three, you're going to get a thumbs-up from me. But everybody has to rise to the occasion. Because like I said, you need people who can do wow things when you get deep in the playoffs. Kevin Durant can do wow things. Klay Thompson can do wow things. Steph Curry can do wow things at any given moment. And that's what makes the Golden State Warriors so dangerous because of the abundance of talent that they have. And that's what the Rockets are going to be faced up against. The Warriors look vulnerable. They look like they're not themselves. Oh, they're losing games against the Clippers. Boom. Kevin Durant goes on the road and drops 50 on your head. Like, they can just do that. And that's problematic. So the Rockets are going to have to play good team defense, and they're going to have to have guys who can rise above. And first among them is going to have to be James Harden. Unfair or not, his legacy is on the line basically every playoff series that he's played until he wins a championship. And even then... Uh, look at a guy like uh, LeBron James. Look at a guy like Kevin Durant, who still get tons of criticisms despite being multiple-time champions. Even then, it's not going to stop. So he's going to have to rise to the occasion in this series. Same thing for Chris Paul. Chris Paul quietly... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Wasn't great in that first-round series, despite the Rockets winning 4-5 or five against a very good 50-win Utah Jazz team. He's going to have to be better. He's going to have to have a game like he did last year in the playoffs where he dropped 40 on the Utah Jazz and carried the Rockets to a win and took over a, sing- a playoff game by himself single-handedly, just about as good as I'd seen anybody ever do. And it's here, and I'm excited. It's tomorrow at 2.30. We're going to be at the Big City Wings marquee location starting at 1 o'clock for pregame coverage, and then you'll have the game Right here on Sports Talk 790, the Astros will move to KTRH. They are starting at 5 o'clock because it's a Sunday night baseball uh, deal, which is good, so you don't have them both going up against each other. So Rockets tip off at 2.30. Should be done by the time that the Astros have first pitch at 6 o'clock at home against the Cleveland Indians. So good sports Sunday tomorrow. Today is Saturday. Somebody messaged me that I said Sunday. Today is Saturday. Because it's the Sports RV Show. My name is Ross Villarreal. What do you think? How are you feeling right now? Give me, I. it feels too soon. And you probably aren't going to want to hear my prediction. But give me yours. What's going to happen in this Golden State Warriors versus the Houston Rockets Western Conference semifinals? What's your confidence level? How are you feeling? And who is going to be a key to this series? 713-212-5790, the phone number, 713-212-5790. As I laid out, we got a lot of stuff going on the show today. We have Aaron Wilson from the Houston Chronicle. We're going to get some headlines from Mike Kadawi. We haven't even touched on the NFL draft and the picks the Texans are making, if you want to talk about that. And also, your Houston Astros in action against the Indians last night and continuing this weekend. 713-212-5790, the phone number, tweets to at SportsRV. It is the Sports RV Show here on Sports Talk 790. Very short break. Keep it right here. This is Defensive Tackle DJ Reader, the iHeart Radio app. It's your home for your home team right in your pocket. Sports Talk 790 on the iHeart Radio app. Welcome back, Sports RV Show here on Sports Talk 790. Beautiful Saturday here in Houston, Texas. Nobody's staring at me so far through the window, so everything is going all right. Alongside my producer, Mike Adawi, who will give us headlines at 1130. We got Aaron Wilson coming up at noon, and I want to talk to you folks. How are you feeling about this Rocket Series? 713-212-5790. We'll also get to more on the draft, especially with Aaron Wilson coming up at noon time. But right now, I see or I spy with my little eye a certain man who called me before the series 
and said the Utah Jazz were going to win in six. Hello, Martin. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. I told you I'd call back either way, yeah, I, and I, I always do. I appreciate you, Martin. You got a little egg on your face after that I, one, don't you? Hey, man, I was uh, our Rockets pulled it out. I was completely wrong about the bench. Um, you know, I, I, they were always so inconsistent during the regular season. I just – what I didn't – I see, I don't follow the NBA – all the other teams rule that closely. Mm-hmm. I only have time to follow the Rockets. I'd, what I didn't really realize is how Utah, as compared to last year, Utah has taken a couple of steps back. I mean, they were a last year. Utah was ascending, I thought. And another thing that really stands out about that series with Utah and Houston this year is how many completely wide open shots the Jazz had whether it was Ingles or, or, or anybody, completely wide open. I mean, completely wide open. And they missed so many of them. I mean, I've never, I've never seen a, a series like that where a playoff team missed so many open shots. Yeah, they did. Well, first of all, they Utah is ascending. They did win 50 games. I'm going to guess that eclipses whatever they won uh, last year. But... Uh... You got to give the Rockets some credit, Martin. Yeah, they did miss a lot of open shots. The Rockets missed some open shots as well, and they took care of them in five games. And the Utah team is actually pretty damn good. Well, it seems like Utah was a little bit better last year. I thought I thought last year they were they had a higher seed seeding last year, but maybe I'm wrong. But they just didn't seem to be this year as good as they were last year. Like I said, the open shots were were just alarming how many, I mean, completely wide open, how many they missed of It was really very alarming. And I, and I thought to myself, I just can't believe it that they're missing so many completely wide open shots. But but that's all I have to say about that. About the, But, yeah, I'm – All right, I'm what, glad, what, about the, yeah, what about this next series, Martin? How many games do you have the Warriors winning in? I'm, I'm glad that I was wrong about the Rockets because I, I love the Rockets, but uh, – well, I tell you what, the, the Warriors and the Rockets. I, the, the thing that still bothers me about the Rockets is they are just so still so dependent on James Harden. Um, you know, even when people are still healthy, uh, when people are still back, and and I, and I I look at it, and I just have to unfortunately pick the the Warriors in six. I, I I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm calling you back saying, hey man, you know, we we pulled it out in seven and. That was great, but I, I I just have to just pick that the Warriors just so much talent and and the Rockets just having to depend on Harden still so much on offense and but anyway I'm I'm, I'm unfortunately picking the the Warriors in six. So what do you say, Ross? Uh, I will give my official prediction in the second hour of the show. That's what you call a radio tease, Martin, but I appreciate you calling and I appreciate you getting in despite the fact that you thought the Utah Jazz were going to beat the Rockets in six games. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, yeah. How's your Saturday going? Oh, I'm doing okay. I, I, um, I got to do some yard work later on, but, uh. What, you got to trim uh, some hedges? You got you to mow the lawn or what? I'll mow the lawn, uh, <laughs> uh, put out some uh, poison to kill some weeds and stuff mm. like that. You know how, how it goes. So, uh, yeah. 
But it's going to be a, a great series with the, war, the Warriors. It may go seven. It may go seven. It's, it's a two-two-one-one-one, right? Uh, it is a two-two-one-one-one. Yes, every series in the NBA is. They used to do two-three-two in the finals, but they got rid of that a few years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad they 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 did that. I always hated those middle three. But anyway, uh, it should be a. It might go seven games, and and hopefully the Rockets will. Uh, you just never know, man. You just right. never know. That's why they play the games, like you say, and and uh, hopefully the uh, Rockets will pull it. Pull, indeed, pull this out. All right, Martin. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, and uh, good luck with your yard work later today. 713-212-5790, the phone number 713-212-5790. So Martin has the Golden State Warriors in six. He also had the Utah Jazz in six. So maybe that should give you a little bit of confidence on the Houston Rockets side. I'll tell you this. Uh, there's a guy who's who I've had on this show. I think he was on – no, you know what? I didn't have him on this show. I had him on when I was filling in – well, not filling in. I'm the co-host with Matt Thomas now, and Matt had ducked out. So I had Matt Moore on who writes for uh, Action Network. He used to write for CBS Sports. He does just about as good as in-depth work if, when it comes to basketball as anybody I've ever seen. And he, to me – I've talked about with you guys the basketball nihilist. The Warriors nihilist, like, oh, the Warriors, nobody can ever beat them. The NBA is boring. I'm not going to watch because the Warriors are going to win. What's the point? Life is pointless when it comes to the NBA. Warriors, Warriors, Warriors. Last night, and this has me kind of worried, last night Matt Moore, the biggest basketball Warriors nihilist of all, he picked the Rockets in six. He has the Rockets winning this series in six games. And honestly, that has me a little bit scared. But I I, I think his reasoning was that all runs come to an end, and especially when teams and players are getting tired of each other and there's discord and all that type of stuff, which there's been rumors that that's been happening with the Warriors. And he thinks that the the Rockets – are going to be the team that's going to topple the dynasty with the Golden State Warriors. And I, I, like I said, I'm actually still struggling with my prediction right now. I said I'm going to make it in a second hour to make it sound provocative and like I'm making some sort of professional radio tease. Just between me and you, I have not decided what exactly is going to happen in that series. I know I have it going six or game, uh, seven games. I don't know what my final prediction is going to be. And, and I just... I don't know. I need you guys to help me out. I need to figure out what the hell is going to happen in this series. Because I am part of me, it's just my nature to to try to be reasonable on both sides of everything. I'm not going to be a Rockets homer. I picked the Warriors in 7 or 6 last year. And everybody got all mad at me because the Rockets had won 65 games and they were supposed to steamroll the Warriors, blah, 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 blah. I had the Warriors in six. They won in seven. And then I turned out to be somewhat right there. So I'm not going to make a homer pick. And maybe to my detriment, I'm not a guy who comes out here and and gets on the radio and talks to you folks and is fake and tries to be bombastic and tries to act like I know everything and talk in absolutes like – The Rockets are absolutely going to take care of the Warriors. I don't come out here and talk to you guys like that. Because to me, that's, that's first of all, foolish. 
And second of all, I'd be fake if I'm doing that. And I just don't, I mean, maybe like I said to my detriment, I don't come out here and, and go roll fake with you guys. So I'm trying to decide what's happening in this series. And I'm still unsure. I'll make my prediction, though. I have to lock it in in the next hour. 713-212-5790. Your phone number, 713-212-5790. You guys want to get in, you can do so. You also send your tweets to at SportsRV. We got some- Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime any anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus some headlines with mike hadawi coming up next on the sports rv show keep it right here it's blummer former astro jeff blum sports talk 790 what a play by blum is your home of astros baseball I need to get some dice in my mirror. 11.34, the AM here on Sports Talk 790. Welcome back to the Sports RV Show. Coming up later on, we will have one Mr. Aaron Wilson who covers the Houston Texans for the Houston Chronicle. He's got all your up-to-date information on the Texans to draft and all that stuff, which we haven't even really mentioned yet because I, for one, am jacked up about this Rockets versus Warriors season, and so are you guys on the phone lines. Oh, that's okay. No, no big deal. If you want to get in, though, 713-212-5790. But right now, we got some headlines with our guy, Mike Hadawi. What's up, Mike? What's up, man? Uh, I'll ask you the same question I asked Martin. How's your Saturday going? Uh, it's going pretty well. Can't complain. It's a nice <laughs> day outside. Got some kolaches. Ni- oh, yeah, you did get some kolaches. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, man. Don't say I never got you anything. All right, what, what, <laughs> whatever. What do you got? Uh, what do you got as far as headlines, my guy? Okay, well, to start us off, unfortunately, it looks like Houston Texans tight end Ryan Griffin has been arrested for drunkenly punching mm-hmm. out a front window of a Nashville, Tennessee hotel and as a city uh, host of NFL, host the, NS- the NFL draft, excuse me. <sighs> So apparently uh, Ryan a, friend, a friend of his said he'd been overserved, and according to multiple reports as well. So Ryan Griffin is there at the draft. Do you think, you know, the Texans selected a tight end, and I'm probably going to mispronounce his name basically for his entire career. I believe it's Kahaley Waring out of San Diego State. Would you look at the fir- the, the picks? For the Texans, you've got an Alabama State, you've got a Kentucky, you've got a San Diego State, and then Northern Illinois. So not necessarily big name heritage teams that the Texans are selecting for. Not that that matters. You can have definitely guys who are are effective and good NFL players, and maybe guys who are good values because of the fact that they don't have that big name on the front of their jersey. But anyways, Ryan Griffin possibly upset that Kahaley Waring is in the fold for the Houston Texans and gets drunk and punches a window in Nashville, Tennessee. What do you think? I didn't realize it would be all that. 
Hmm. Maybe. Hmm. Apparently his bomb was 1750, and, and uh, he got out this morning, and a court date will be set uh, for May 31st. Yeah, he should be walking around with 1750 if you're Ryan Griffin, right? Yeah. Maybe. Well, uh, it was looking like from yesterday that the Ryan Griffin era was over with the Houston Texans. This probably isn't going to help matters for him. Uh... Why? I wonder why they have a quote that he says he was overserved. Are they going to try to sue somebody or sue a bar or something like that? Clearly, anybody who is drunken in the street and falling down and punching through windows has been overserved. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know how much, how much I have to say on this. Hopefully, everything works out with Ryan Griffin. He was probably just pissed off that the Texans drafted another tight end. He feels like his days are numbered, so he got drunk and punched a window. I mean, it could happen to the best of us. Man. Hopefully, everything turns out okay for Ryan Griffin. What else you got? All right. Well, uh, apparently, well, I don't know if I agree with the headline, but the headline says uh, Trump dog whistles to base over a tweet uh, that he just made this morning to Nick Bosa. So apparently he's congratulating Nick Bosa for being picked number two in the NFL draft. And that's a headline right now. And what, says, and people are upset that Donald Trump is. Well, he says, always stay true to yourself. Make America great again at the end of the tweet. So he just feels like he's reaching. I don't know. Has nothing to do with sports. Just trying to, like, politicize it, I guess. I have no idea. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't really have a problem with it. I don't have... If the president wants to tweet somebody and say, congratulations on make, realizing your NFL dreams. Yeah. I don't no, know. I'm, I'm not figuring out what the headline is. Either. Yeah, it was just top of the sports headlines this morning. So. Sports headline number one. Donald Trump tweets. Okay. Well, another headline today. Apparently, you uh, have you seen Avengers... This is not a spoiler alert, by the way. Uh-oh. I have not seen Avengers. And you know what? I'm actually way behind on this whole Avengers thing. Somebody told me there's 22 Avenger or Marvel Universe films relating to this whole Avengers situation. Um, is that right? Are you I'm into not it? Sure about I'm really honestly not. Look, right. I need somebody to actually to educate me on this Avengers thing. 713-212-5790. I have no... Can somebody please tell me or tweet me at SportsRV, what is the fewest amount of Avengers movies that I can see to be caught up in and so I can watch this new one? Because I uh, I suck at, at getting, keeping up with movies. Like, if you want to talk about some 1990s movies, I'm with you. Even early 2000s. But, like, the last decade of my life, basically, has been a blind spot for movies. Like, I haven't really caught up on any of these Marvel stuff. I watch the Star Wars ones, but I guess, I mean, I'm not even a big Star Wars guy. I go to the movies maybe twice a year, hmm. if that. I'm trying to think if I've been inside of a movie theater once this year. I, I don't... I don't think I've been to a movie this year. And now I know now I sound like a 67-year-old man now. They just reboot everything and the movies are terrible now. But I, I like, which is part of my issue that they just reboot everything. But I am going to see. They're going to rope me in for the Lion King reboot. Damn it. Yeah. Um, Because mm. the Lion King is just the greatest movie of all time. But uh, I, I I am really out of touch with movies. So I need somebody to explain to me or like give me a like tweet me a list at Sports RV. Hold what on. Before you do that, the reason I bring up this headline is. Hold on. I'm letting you finish your story. You know how this rolls, Mike. You say something and I go off topic for like six minutes. People are concerned about spoiler alerts. So yeah. <laughs> no spoilers from you. Yeah. No spoilers on the phones. No spoilers in my mentions. So I'm trying to catch up. Well, go ahead. Uh, yeah, apparently that's uh, what's going on right now, like all over the place. Like, for example, uh, Sean McCoy, he went on Twitter yeah. and spoiled a crucial part of the Avengers, and mm -hmm. people were furious about that. 
Uh, the yeah, Washington. they want him cut from the Bills, which might happen anyways. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, apparently uh, the Washington Post made the same mistake. They said something in one of their headlines. And then I see something else in the news. This might be clever for some teachers out there uh, to keep your students quiet in the classroom. Uh, the substitute teacher, he was, like, threatening to write spoilers on the board just to keep the students quiet. Wow. And apparently it worked. So, That's a great idea. It was pretty funny, actually. He's like, y'all better shut up. I'm about to spoil this movie. Like he has, like, I'm about to ruin it for all y'all. It's There's a picture of like a tweet or a Snapchat about it. It's pretty funny. Mm. Okay. See, I can't even make like a joke about a spoiler because I don't even know. I mean, there's a Thanos in there. Iron Man is related somehow. And then there's like a, a Norse god, Thor. Like, how are there gods involved and in all that types of mythology? It, it's very bizarre to me. And I'm not going to make fun of it because I just don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's awesome once you get into it. Like, I'm a big Game of Thrones guy, and people are like, Hey, you like dragons. Hey, that show's awesome. Shut up. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be like, Hey, you, oh, you comic book nerds with your Thanos and your X-Men. No, I'm not going to make fun of people. Like, if you like it, that's cool. I just haven't gotten into it. I would like to. I need a list. Somebody give me a definitive list of like the fewest amount of movies that I can watch in the comic or in the Marvel universe and kind of be caught up. Cause I'm not trying to sit through 22 movies. I'm just really yeah. not trying to invest that kind of time. You're talking about like probably 50 hours or more. I'm guessing like a week. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah, that's an overtime work week. I'm not trying to put that in watching movies. What else you got, Mike? I uh, might need to change the music on this one. Uh Oh, Jesus right. walks. So apparently, uh -oh. oh no! In the news today, the Con Yeezy news. Uh, apparently, he was in uh, on Sunday. He had a, or he was at Coachella having yeah. his Sunday service. You yes, see that? I saw that. So apparently, because of this, he got really inspired, and the rapper is reportedly looking to expand his gospel segment by starting his own church. Mm -hmm. So Kanye West would like to seriously consider starting his own church where he can perform new music, promote spirituality on his terms. That's Kanye tough. West is starting a church. It's not confirmed that he's starting a church, but he's, consider he's considering it, apparently. But would you go to the Kanye West church? Uh, well, <laughs> I haven't, considering I haven't been inside of a church in like a decade, unless it's been for a funeral or a... Or a uh, wedding. Probably not. But <laughs> I think this is a brilliant... This is brilliant on Kanye West's part. Probably. Because you can have a concert. You have a concert every single week, every Sunday, and all the proceeds are tax-free. Boom. This is a genius move from Kanye. Like, I've been trying to think of ways to, to make some kind of church for years. Like, I need to make some kind of crazy-ass church where I can get pour in a bunch of money, and it's all tax-free loot for me. I mean, what a great scam that Kanye West has got going on. Impressive. Yeah. And did you see that they had, he had shirts out there that were like two, or, or sweatshirts at Coachella. They were like $250, oh and they God. look like, no, some, they look like somebody printed them at home. It said, like, uh, God's plan on it or whatever or power of Jesus. Like, like how, do you, how do you sleep at night? As Kanye West going out here and selling, like, the, the slippers were like 50 bucks. It's like $50 slippers. Hold on, let me try to find a, hold on, let me, Kanye West. I'm trying to Google this real quick. What the, I'm trying to get the words right on what the sweatshirt said. It said, like, uh, here, you talk for, like, five seconds, Mike. Oh, okay. 
Okay, I found it. It's <laughs> it says Sweet. Holy Spirit. Oh my gosh! And now they're on eBay. They say trust God, and they say Holy Spirit, and he was selling them for two hundred and fifty bucks. Like, how do you look yourself in the mirror by putting trust God on a shirt and then exploiting that and then selling it for 250 bucks? Which, like I said, with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The quality on this is so crap. Like, just go to your, go to your phone and Google Kanye West sweatshirt Coachella, and now they're on eBay for 400 bucks. So people are profiting off of that. Not only is this some crap-looking jerseys sweatshirt that somebody made at home that says Holy Spirit on it, and he charged 250 Now it's on sale on eBay for 400 bucks. Wow. <sighs> what a time to be alive. Anyways, last in the news, uh, I thought this was pretty cool. That's why I came back with the Fresh Prince theme. Uh, apparently, uh, mm. Will Smith came out with a... I've seen a video on YouTube. He was... Uh, giving his reaction to a trailer that somebody created of a dramatic version of the Fresh Prince, like, series. Oh, that, I saw that, actually. They're, they're thinking about making a whole movie about that. So it I was thought, hilarious. I thought that would be, I don't know, I thought it might be cool. You, yeah, so they took the, fr the Fresh Prince trailer, and he was like, he got in a fight on his, on a basketball court, and he had to be sent over to, yes. Yeah. It, it was like, hilarious, it and the production value on it was really yeah, good. It was pretty cool. It was like a real gangster and stuff, like that came up to him, like, you threw the ball at me, cuz, like all types of stuff. It was cool. Oh, okay. But yeah. Up here, and I'm also getting word that Nick Boxa is like a Donald Trump fan, and Donald Trump tweeted him, whatever. I, I can't. I can't make myself get riled up about that. I don't care. Yeah. All right, time Sorry. for a break <laughs> here fault. on the Sports RV Show. Uh, keep it right here. My name is Ross Virel with you all the way up until 1 o'clock. We got uh, Aaron Wilson coming up at noon. We're going to talk about the Texans. We got Rockets reaction. What do you think about the series? Warriors versus Rockets, 713-212-5790. Tweets to at Sports RV. It is the Sports RV Show. Keep it right here. Blummer here, former Astro Jeff Blum. What a play by Blum. Get 790, get your Strohs on the radio. Blum's got it. On Sports Talk 790. Sports Talk 790. Sports RV Show. Ross Villarreal with you folks at Sports RV on Twitter. 713-212-5790 is the phone number. 713-212-5790. And so apparently Nick Bosa... Oh, don't even need to get into this because I, I... Nick Bosa is a fan of Donald Trump and has tweeted about some, you know, Make America Great Again stuff and, and deleted the tweets because it was possible that he was going to get drafted by San Francisco which he did. Um, I'm not, I don't think I'm necessarily going to get the energy to, to have 
anything to talk about any of this. I'd rather be talking about the Warriors and the Rockets. I'd rather be talking about why the Houston Astros can't hit the last couple of games. I'd rather be talking about the players that the Houston Texans have selected in the NFL draft, which I'm going to do with Aaron Wilson coming up here at noon on the show. You want to get in in something sports related? Like I said, 713-212-5790. Tweets at SportsRV. And let's go ahead and get Jeff in the East End here on the phone lines. Jeff, hello. Howdy, Ross. How are you? I'm well. How have the Texas schools done in the draft so far? I know this is not necessarily your cup of tea, but mm-hmm. I'm sure you're interested whether Chris Boyd has been picked up yet or not. Uh, the There have been zero Texas Longhorns selected so wow. far in the draft. Um. Yeah. What about the, uh, the Dakota uh, Allen from Tech? Uh, there's two defensive guys from TCU, which are outstanding. I'm I'm going by guys that I've seen, like the Athlon guy had, and 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 Dave Campbell's Texas football has guys. A&M was supposed to have maybe seven guys projected. Have you seen any of that yet? Uh, I can't say that I've actually been keeping abreast of this. The there have been a couple of I know that the the tight end from A and M was selected. I think there yeah there have been a couple of A and M players selected. I don't know as far as Texas Tech. Kyler Murray is from Texas and he went number one overall. So I mean, you've got that. A and M transfer. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, the, the regular college football guys will be out pretty soon. You sound like you're just kind of deadpan on the whole thing, I guess. So the, this is just not your cup of tea, like I said. Yeah, no, uh, I'm not huge into the draft. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the the, uh, the Saints did get the center from A&M, Eric McCoy. Okay. Um, I mean, I'd, there was uh, – I know the receiver from Baylor got drafted by somebody, Jalen Hurd. I don't know, man. I, I'm not exactly super on top of the draft, if I'm being honest with you. I'm, is, and if I am, I'm mostly focusing on the the Texans side of it. I think this is the last dry spell for Texas for a long time unless everything just really implodes. And I don't think that's going to happen with Tom Herman. I'm looking forward to the season for both schools. I think this is the third time in the last three years like they haven't had anybody draft in the top three rounds of the draft. So it's really been a bad run as far as talent coming out of the University of Texas. You have to go back to the first third of the Mac Brown era, I guess, don't you, when they really had some outstanding Yeah, they're, they're pumping out a, a first-round picks a lot. I mean, the last first-round pick, I think, for the, te- for the Longhorns was Malcolm Brown in 2015, and that was towards the end of the first round with that um, – the New England Patriots took. I appreciate your hard work very much. I'm glad you still have the show on Saturday. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate you getting in. 713-212-5790. The phone number 713-212-5790. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about that Texans draft ahead of getting Aaron Wilson on here. So if you're not aware of the picks that they have made, there was Titus Howard, the offensive tackle, taken in the first round out of Alabama State. Then you had Lonnie Johnson, the cornerback from Kentucky. Then you had the offensive tackle out of Northern Illinois, Max Sharping. And now also the tight end, San Diego State tight end, Kahaley Waring. And if I were going to come on here and tell you that I busted a bunch of tape on Kahaley Waring and San Diego State football, I would be lying to you. But I'm going to tell you this. On its face, so far, yeah, it's been a lot of small school guys, but I'm just looking at position groups because that's what I can do. Offensive tackle, then cornerback, then offensive tackle, then tight end. That all gets a thumbs up for me. That's all positional groups of need. 
for your Houston Texans. They needed help at tackle, and they bolstered that with both of their picks. And you look at the measurables, and that's what it's starting to look like. It's looking like Brian Gain is a guy who looks at measurables and then goes from there. Like he really, really likes, hey, my offensive tackle needs to be six foot five. He needs to be 300 pounds, et cetera, et cetera. And that's totally fine. It looks like they're looking at traits, and then they say, we can develop these traits. And that's what they think they have in the guys that they've so far. Uh, drafted. You can even look at Lonnie Johnson. The guy's like six foot two. That's a big cornerback. And there was uh, words coming out that the uh, Texans wanted a quarterback who was who was big, six foot two. I think two hundred nineteen pounds or whatever it was. He's a big quarterback. He's a he's a huge cornerback. Is Lonnie Johnson? Uh, so I like what the Texans are doing. We'll see how it works out. I think if. I were, if you were to tell me that the Texans are drafting terrible players, I'm going to tell you you probably don't know what you're talking about. But you may be well, well be right. Not Probably not all four of these guys are going to end up pro bowlers. That's just not how the draft works. But, but on its face, with the guys that they drafted, I'm pretty happy with it. And on the first-round pick with Lonnie Johnson, I know a lot of people wanted Andre Dillard, the Washington State tackle. The Philadelphia Eagles leapt up in front of, of the Texans and took him, and then people are like, oh, the Texans need to be prepared for this and blah, 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 blah. It's, I mean, I think a lot of you people, and I get it, I think a lot of you people like getting mad at the Houston Texans no matter what they do just because they're the Houston Texans. And since their inception, they've underperformed and they've been a massive disappointment. And it's every time they get you excited about something, they take one step forward and then two steps back. And I get that. I get you want to be upset. But Texans Twitter, my gosh, the night of the first round on Thursday, you folks were surly. You guys were crushing the Houston Texans. And I just I just got to feel like, maybe I'm wrong, I got to feel like the thousands of you that were, not you, but the thousands of people that were crushing the Texans about taking Titus Howard probably hadn't watched one snap of Titus Howard at Alabama State. And I get that it happened back-to-back, like I said, with the, you thinking that you're getting Andre Dillard, and then that didn't happen. But looking at the Texans draft and looking at the guys and the measurables and reading the draft profiles and all that type of stuff, I think it's been a pretty damn solid draft for the Texans so far. And we're going to talk, uh, talk with Aaron Wilson about it coming up here in a minute, and we're going to find out what he thinks. And we'll see what they're doing with their, their remaining picks. But the absolute number one biggest thing on the Texans board, on my board, on your board, on your grandma's board, on your dog catcher's board, was the Texans needed offensive line help. And within two of their first three picks, a first rounder and a second rounder, they got two offensive tackles. So, you know, we there was all this talk about how they hadn't done anything on the offensive line in the offseason and how this is horrible and it's a failure, blah, 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 blah. And I always I said, pump your brakes, let it breathe, let them go through the draft, then we can evaluate the offseason. And right now, I think you have to be feeling better about the offensive line prospects than you did, say, a week ago. Two tackles taken in the first two rounds by the Houston Texans, they're addressing needs. They realize, like they said, they need to form a wall around DeAndre, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson. They need his. They need bodyguards for Deshaun Watson. Basically, is the quote that Bill O'Brien used, and they recognize that. And I, I didn't think that they were stupid. That's what I said. Look, you can say a lot of things about Bill O'Brien and Brian Gain. I don't think they're idiots. 
I'm pretty sure they knew they needed to address the offensive line, and that is evident with the first couple of picks that they made in the draft. All right, time for a quick break here on the Sports RV Show. When we come back, Aaron Wilson is going to give you the full breakdown of the draft, all the picks, where they might be going forward in the draft. Coming up next here on Sports Talk 790, it's the Sports RV Show. Don't go anywhere. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh! Oh, my God. Do you believe in miracles? What the hell is happening? And now, Ross Villarreal, voice of reason, producer, and former Uber driver. This is live and local weekend Houston sports coverage. This is the Sports RV Show with Ross Villarreal. Welcome back to the second hour of the Sports RV Show here on Sports Talk 790. Ross Villarreal with you for another full hour here on... The show on a beautiful Saturday afternoon in Houston, Texas. And right now I am pleased to be joined by Aaron Wilson, who covers your Houston Texans for the Houston Chronicle. Always staying on top of everything. Appreciate you making a little time for me on a Saturday. Aaron, how are you? Great, buddy. Good to talk to you. Yes, sir. Good to get you in. So just just talk about on its face. Uh, I was talking about this in the last segment. Like We can get to the prospects and, and what they mean later, but going tackle – cornerback, tackle, tight end, seems pretty clear to me that the Texans are addressing some pressing needs with the positional uh, picks. I think what Brian Game wanted to do was fortify some positions that really, as you said, they had some glaring needs. And, you know, depending on how these guys pan out, they still might have them. But I feel like you have to take shots at – you know, looking at your roster and being really honest with, you know, what are the deficiencies? And I think he's done that. If I tend to go big on actions more than words. He's not going to, you know, go up there and insult any positions on his own roster, but look at what he's been doing. He's been trying to fix a position that had been ignored for years under Rick Smith, where they weren't drafting offensive linemen. And you should probably draft offensive linemen every year. The last time they picked an offensive lineman in the first round, was 2008 when they picked Dwayne Brown, who was a Pro Bowl tackle that they couldn't work out a contract with and trade to Seattle. But you think about to go that many years, you're not giving yourself a chance to have other Pro Bowl linemen. And, you know, I feel like you really do need to draft linemen high. Typically, Nick Martin in the second round was a step in that direction where they were attempting to, you know, fortify the position, but they haven't done anything for years. They needed to do this. This is overdue, and I'm not blaming him, but you know, he, this is him reacting to taking over a year ago, not having any you know, first or second round draft picks, and now that he does have some draft capital, using it for positions that they have to fix. 
So let's talk about the tackles that they did take, Max Sharping and Titus Howard. Uh, what do you think about those picks? What do you think about those guys going forward? And how is the uh, – just kind of lay out for us the offensive line battle as the Texans getting ready for the season and going to be heading into camp later on. Right. What I see happening is I think Howard's talented enough to be a starter pretty quickly. I think that Matt Khalil, the fact that he's not even healthy at this point, hasn't been healthy for years, doesn't really lend itself toward him being able to hold the position down and be that bridge guy. Julian Davenport, could he hold the spot until Howard's ready? Yes, I think that makes some sense. And then have him be the backup and be a swing tackle for you. You still want to have Davenport around, but ideally you drafted Howard for a reason to eventually have him be your left tackle protecting Deshaun Watson. He's athletic enough to do that. He's a 505 in the 40 yard dash guy. He's a former quarterback and tight end. He's a big guy. I met him at the scouting combine for the first time and he's got a good personality. I think he'll fit the locker room very well. I think he'll eventually be a leader. I think they did very well with that pick. With Max Sharping, he's not as athletic. He is a tough guy. He's strong. I think that you know, Mid-American Conference, people do fairly well in the NFL. And he was academically proficient. He's a 3.99 grade point, so he'll learn the playbook quickly. I don't know athletically if he's ready to step in and be the right tackle. And it won't surprise me if Chantrell Henderson is the tackle, if he can stay healthy, unlike last year when he broke his ankle. But I think there's a good chance that he's just grooming, sharpening for the future down the road. But... You know, he'll probably be, you know, just a backup for his first year, barring an injury. But, yeah, I think that you've got two future starters with those guys. And Howard might start sooner rather than later. All right, and let's move on uh, with the other pick, Lonnie Johnson. Just uh, your thoughts on that pick. Obviously a big guy at six foot two, uh, but definitely, uh, once again, addressing a need for the Texans. They needed some secondary help, and they got that with Lonnie Johnson from Kentucky. Right, and they haven't had a corner like this that really was the prototype in terms of 6'2", 213, 4'3", 9", and the 40, you know, big, fast, strong type of guy in a really, you'd have to go way back in the history of the franchise. They've had a lot of undersized corners, some speed-deficient corners. They've had tough guys like Kareem Jackson. I love the way he tackled, but this is the first time I think they've had someone that would be able to compete, high point the football, and you know I can't wait to watch practice battles with him and DeAndre Hopkins. And I would imagine for a while, you know, he's going to take it on the chin, but you know he'll learn and compete. And if he gets better by you know checking Hopkins in practice, then that should help them in games. I would see this guy playing a lot, eventually being a starter, and. The hope is that you found yourself your shutdown corner finally. And with Bradley Roby and him, you've gotten faster. You added Roby in free agency. We'll see if he's just here for as a one-year rental or if he's going to be here long-term, depending on how things go and how he wants to be here long-term as well. Unlike Tyra Matthews, who you know, took the money after one year here with the Texans, but and was it the Chiefs? I like the pick. And a lot of other people wanted him. He was someone that a lot of teams had high grades on. There was some, probably a little bit of hype with the NFL Network saying that he was going to go in the first round. And I didn't have anyone else, including his representative, saying that. But they felt good about the second round. And he had a 
excellent workout for the Texans at Kentucky, and they'd interacted with him at the Senior Bowl and at the Combine. So they did a lot of homework on Lonnie Johnson, and he's an interesting backstory. He comes from a very tough town in Gary, Indiana. Uh, if you Google Gary, Indiana, there's a, there's a lot of uh, crime there. It's, it's a tough area. Not a lot of guys make it out of Gary from his neighborhood. So uh, he comes here very humble, very grateful to be a Texan, and he had to go the junior college route. He had some academic issues. I think that there's a lot of good football ahead of him, and he's also a good blitzer. There's a lot of things to like about Lonnie Johnson. Talking with Aaron Wilson, covers the Texans for uh, the Houston Chronicle. You can find him at Aaron uh, Wilson underscore NFL. And Aaron, uh, let's just go ahead and get it in with the Kahaley Waring, uh, Waring pick and the tight end position. And now with the Ryan Griffin situation, if uh, those of you who aren't aware, he did have a, an incident where he was intoxicated and punched a hotel window. Uh, just go ahead. Your thoughts on that pick and the whole tight end position, a uh, group uh, position group. Right it was a chance to add someone that's very athletic and has this water polo and swimming background and basketball. He's six five, two fifty, runs a four six, and he has some work to do on his blocking. What I think with him you get is someone with upside, and he has size, he has speed, and they weren't aware of the arrest. Um, you know, came out in the morning and they put out a press release the National Police Department, but. What wound up happening with him, you know, with Griffin, I mean, the timing is very interesting. I'd love to know if he reacted to the pick and broke the window. But he was already on thin ice. He had sports hernia surgery. He didn't have a great season. And they have other tight ends on the roster. And then they had Darren Phelps as a blocker. So Griffin was rapidly becoming obsolete. And, you know, the team hasn't changed his roster status as of yet. But I think that's is a foregone conclusion that Ryan Griffin will not be a Texan. And, you know, it's a really bad look. You break a window, which is awful. Then you're smiling in your mugshot like it's funny. Uh, you know, and I've always known Griffin to be a good guy. You know, I've had a really bad night in Nashville, but this is just so stupid of him to get arrested. Because here's the thing. Okay, if they are replacing you, that's fine. Don't get in trouble. Maybe have some good preseason film. Go somewhere else. Now it's this is a complication. It's harder to get a job. And assuming that you know he's going to want to you know, play somewhere else, which I would think he will. That said, you know for Griffin, he you know contributed here for years and had been a solid player, not a great player, but a solid player. This I think will spell the ending of him with the Texans. I just don't know when the timing of it, but. Uh, at some point, I think he gets released. Texans with a fifth, sixth, and seventh round pick remaining in the draft. Aaron, is there, uh, I mean, I guess it's it would be a little much to ask you to predict what happens or anything like that, but I, I just, do you think you, do you think there will be guys that they like that they'll be trading up, or is just everything on the table? Just what do you think remains for the Texans in the draft? I don't think that he'll trade future draft capital. I mean, would he be willing to maneuver with, you know, one of his picks to move a few spots at this morning, he just has to have. Sure. Uh, but I, I think that Brian Gain would like to get a running back. Running back is not as big of a need because of Deontay Foreman's healthy again and in shape uh, for a change. He reported 230 pounds. He's, you know, back in their good graces after a rocky second season with the Texans. I look at back, and I think this is something 
in my opinion, you know, they should have done in the third round. I think there were plenty of good running backs, and I would have done it then. That's, you know, I think when you had the opportunity, they did a lot of due diligence on the running back position. They worked out Miles Sanders. They brought in Daryl Henderson for a visit. They brought in Travion Williams for a visit. Travion, uh, I haven't seen him on the television while we were in but I'm assuming he's still out there. If he was there in the fifth round, I would pick him. And I think very seriously about making him their fifth round selection. It's going to be a good spot for him. A lot of value for a really good football player as a pass catcher and all around back. And Lamar Miller's heading into a contract year. I would definitely look for running back. Uh, they've been looking even beyond become a priority free agents. They're one of them is local. Javier Edwards is a nose tackle from Colorado from Ben Davis High School. They've been talking with him. I don't think he's going to be drafted. If he's drafted, it'll be late, but he would be a good priority free agent. They could use an interior defensive lineman after, you know, you're looking at the roster and you know, Christian Covington left. I think it would be good to get someone that could be an inside rusher. All right, Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicle. You can find him at Aaron Wilson underscore NFL. And Aaron, just go ahead and let the folks know uh, anything you guys got going up on uh, on the website at the paper. Well, besides our Ryan Griffin arrest story, I wrote a pretty long feature on Titus Howard and his journey from being a high school quarterback to putting on about 100 pounds in college and uh, his mom's special Kool-Aid pie and his fiance's chicken spaghetti. He credits for helping him bulk up along with a lot of time in the weight room, but just uh, a lot about his story and his path to become their first round draft pick. I think he's an interesting guy. And that was our uh, big story in the paper today. In addition to all of our coverage from John McLean with the draft picks and everything else that's been going on with the, NFL, but yeah, that's a lot of the stuff we've had in the paper, and we we'll, of course have full coverage in tomorrow's editions with all of the draft picks from today, and hopefully some information on undrafted free agents that they sign after the draft is over. Uh, I'm officially intrigued now. Now I want some Kool Aid pie, Aaron. Uh, it's got pineapple sliced up, a graham cracker crust. <laughs> you need uh, Kool Aid and condensed milk. <laughs> Doesn't sound too healthy. Sounds tasty though. Wait, that, uh, now I, I don't know. With the pineapple in there, I don't know. I'm not a huge. Well, I, I like pineapple, but I don't know if I like it on a pie with Kool Aid. Now I now I'm scared. I mean, his mom sounds like. I mean, he looks like he enjoyed it. You know, he, he <laughs> like he's had a couple, color. right? The chicken spaghetti thing, I, I understand, it's like a casserole. That mm. sounds cool. Yeah, chicken spaghetti, some cheese, some tomato sauce. Mm. I could go for that. That yeah. sounds kind of cool. It sounds kind of like a. Like a lasagna type of situation. Sounds now, fun to me. That's now it sounds like you got to come out with a recipe book next, Aaron. Hey, we can work with him on that. And it'd, it'd be fun to collaboration to blog about. I could ask him for things like that. They've had guys like that before. Jeff Allen, when he was here, he didn't work out so well on the field, but you know, his wife had a uh, whole cookie business and they had a food blog, you know, all kind of stuff like that. All right, Aaron, thanks a lot. Appreciate the time, and thanks uh, for you coming on the show. Good talking to you. All right, Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicle. Find him on Twitter at Aaron Wilson underscore NFL. Time for a quick break here on the Sports RV Show. You want to talk about the Texans? 
You want to talk about the draft picks that Aaron just ran down there. What do you think about the Texans and what they've done in the draft? 713-212-5790, the phone number. 713-212-5790. Also, your Rockets are running it back. They're going up against the Warriors starting tomorrow. Game one at Oracle Arena, 2.30 p.m. We've waited all year for it. It's here, so I want to hear from you guys on that as well. You can send your tweets to at SportsRV. It's a SportsRV show continuing up until 1 o'clock. Short break here. Don't go anywhere. This is Craig Ackerman. My station, your station, America's station. And the Rockets. Sports Talk 790, your home for your home teams. Play the play the real song. I don't know. If we're getting off track here, Mike. This is going to have to happen. Play. This is the Old Town Road <laughs> instrumental. I find that song hilarious. I know that a lot of rap purists think it's horrible. I just this song just makes me smile because it's so horrid and dumb. Yes. Oh. I don't know why this song makes me laugh. What do you think about this? Mike, you are a, a hip-hop aficionado and a beat maker yourself. What do you think about that, uh, about this song and beat? I'll tell you the same thing I told uh, Michael Connor. I think the beat's pretty cool. Um, the song is probably kind of reaching. I think it's teasing, but I, I think it's very genius at the same time. Like exactly, clearly he made like was very successful. I, it's like that. it's like so dumb, it's brilliant. Exactly. All right, welcome back to Sports RV Show. A couple of segments to go. Uh, you guys talking with y'all about various things, sports things. Got Aaron Wilson. Appreciate him making some time. On a Saturday for me, talking about the Texans and the picks that they made. If you guys want to talk about that, definitely want to get into Warriors versus Rockets coming up on the show. I will make my final prediction in the final segment of this hour. Also need to talk about uh, your Houston Astros losing 6-3 to three last night to the Cleveland Indians. I was in the building, uh, look, early on. It, this this loss is on the Astros. They had a lot of opportunities uh, with with runners on base. They had a couple of opportunities with the bases loaded. One where Alex Bregman at least drew a walk, but then Michael Brantley got out. So uh, you got to get to a guy like Corey Kluber if he's going to give something to you. And I know he hadn't been very good this year. His ERA coming into the game last night was like 5.78 or something like that. So I understand that uh, – he, you're dealing with somebody like Corey Kluber, but he hadn't been good this year. And you got a lot of traffic on the base pass. You have to capitalize. So the Astros score one run against the Cleveland Indians in the first game of the series where Tyler Bauer completely shuts down uh, the whole entire Astros lineup except for a George Springer third-inning run home run, a third inning home run. And then last night you really just couldn't get to uh, Corey Kluber, at least like you wanted to, with guys on base. Uh, Colin McHugh was – it was a weird start from Colin McHugh. Like, he he retired or he struck out five of the first uh, seven batters that he faced. 
but he was he gave up three solo home runs. I think he ended up with like ten strikeouts. Let me look it up here. Yeah, nine strikeouts, five and two thirds innings pitched, uh, four hits, three earned runs, three solo home runs, and that's all he gave up. I mean, all in all, you would say a solid start from Colin McHugh. You would expect if he goes. Five and two-thirds, almost six innings, gives up just three runs, that you're going to be in that game. And the Astros were in that game until late where uh, you had Josh James giving up runs, unfortunately, and Hector Rondon gave up a run as well. But overall, I'm not too worried about it or anything, but it would have been nice to see them uh, get that win against the Cleveland Indians. And the biggest story right now with the Astros, at least in my opinion, in, in my little a corner of the universe. Did you see what Trevor Bauer put on his Twitter? You know, he's been having this beef with the Astros and he's been having this beef with Alex Bregman the last couple of years. Uh, Well, so what he did last night was he got his hands on an Alex Bregman bobblehead and I'll go ahead and play this for you. You kind of have to see the video. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and retweet it at sports RV. If you want to go see it there, and here's the tweet from Trevor Bauer regarding Alex Bregman. He had the bobblehead last night, so he says something, and then he the, he makes the Alex Bregman bobblehead nod its head. What's up, little buddy? Did I dominate you last night? Not cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Trevor Bauer has the Alex Bregman stare bobblehead that they gave away last night. And he says this. What's up, little buddy? Did I dominate you last night? And then he has the song from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Yellow's Oh Yeah. And Alex Bregman is just slowly nodding his head. And I com- I'm not a Trevor Bauer fan. I think the guy is completely unhinged, especially on Twitter. He comes at people personally and and is just kind of overall a weirdo. Like, the guy injures himself working on drones, and he's just seems kind of like a not your typical athlete. Certainly not a meathead or anything like that. But for him to come out with that tweet, like I said, I just retweeted it at Sports RV if you want to see it. Uh, pretty funny stuff, and I'm not sure when the uh, when the Astros play the Indians again, but it'll be interesting to see if Alex Bregman can get at Trevor Bauer because he did in that game go 0 for 3 with a walk uh, on. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thursday night. As Trevor Bauer had a very good game against the Houston Astros. 713-212-5790. The phone number 713-212-5790. Uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. A couple of you guys are on the phone lines, but it's break time here on the show. And when we come back, we'll take your phone calls and we'll get to other stuff. Don't go anywhere. It's a sports RV show. Keep it right here. Between the wind, he hit it at the buzzer. Green. Hey, this is Joe Green. Sports Talk 790 is your home for Houston Rockets basketball. Welcome back to the Sports RV Show here on Sports Talk 790, 1234 in the p.m. on a beautiful 
Saturday afternoon. You got Rockets coverage coming up. I'm sorry, Astros coverage coming up at 2 o'clock. I'll go ahead and lay that out for you guys right now. So today, just Astros, 2 o'clock on deck show. A 3.05 first pitch for your Houston Astros. Tomorrow, it will be the Rockets coverage starting at 1 o'clock from the Rockets official watch party at the Big City Wings marquee location it's going to be there's going to be clutch. There'll be power dancers, the whole nine yards. That'll be fun if you guys want to go out and I'll be out there. If you want to hang out with me, I'll be watching the game there as well. Probably doing pre and post game there. And the Astros will be on Sister Station News Radio 740 KTRH. It's a special case for both of them. You don't normally have an an afternoon, early afternoon NBA game, but you do with the Rockets, and you don't normally have a Sunday night baseball game unless your team is on ESPN, which the Astros are tomorrow. So 6 o'clock first pitch tomorrow. I think it's maybe 6.05 or – no, I think it's 6 straight up. 6 straight up first pitch for your Houston Astros. It'll be a 5 o'clock on deck on Sister Station News Radio 740 KTRH. And look, when the Rockets and the Astros are playing at the same time during these playoff times, you're scrambling, you're looking for one, you can't find the other. It's either going to be Sports Talk 790 or News Radio 740 KTRH. So try one. Try the other. We're not going to move one to like 93.7 the beat. So it's not going to be that difficult to find either 790 or 740 here in the family of channels up here at iHeartMedia Houston. 713-212-5790. The phone number is 713-212-5790. Gerard is on the southwest side, and he wants to talk some Rockets and Astros. What's up, Gerard? What's going on, Ross? Yo. Hey, man, I'm going to come on out there, man, tomorrow, man. Uh, check the game out with you, man. I'll be out there. Oh, uh, that's what I'm talking about. There you go. Gerard's in. If you want to meet the legendary Gerard. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there, man. I'll be there. Uh, as far as the game, uh, the series go, man, I think the key uh, guy for the Rockets is uh, Eric Gordon. I think that him and uh, Clay Thompson for Golden State, I think those whoever has the better series out of them two guys, I think the team will have the advantage, man. I think uh, James Harden and Chris Paul, I think they're going to do their thing. I think uh, – Kevin Durant and Steph Curry are going to do their things. I think those guys are probably kind of counting each other out. They're, they're going to do what they do. They're all four superstar players. But I think the key is uh, Eric Gordon and Klay Thompson. You know, Klay Thompson is a better player. You know, you know he's been an all-star and stuff like that. He's, he's, he's got a Hall of Fame career going if he keeps doing what he's doing. But Eric Gordon's got that type of talent. He just got to be more consistent with it. And I think he's going to have to have a big series for us, man, to, uh, to uh, beat Golden State, man. I think we have the better bench. I think we get good production out of uh, Austin Rivers and uh, Daniel House has got to come to play. You know, I think for Reed, I think you'll see him in this series. I just think it was a bad matchup against Utah with those bigs they had with uh, Gobert and Favors. But I think he's going to have a little bit of favorable matchup, man. I think they can get some – Get some. I think he could be productive off the bench with uh, Harden and uh, Chris Paul on the pick and roll, high screen pick and rolls. So I think he'll be he'll be prevalent. We got the advantage on the bench. And I think I, I think if we win the, the series, we got to win it in six games. I mean, it's going to be tough to win a game seven in Golden State. So I like the Rockets in six games. But I think the key is Eric Gordon's going to have to have a, a, a big series for us, man. He's got to be that third scorer. And I think James Harden, you know, is going to have to average probably around 35 points a game in the series, man. He can't play like he played against uh, Utah. He's going to have to play – play uh you know he's got to play like he played uh, against Golden State during the regular season man he's got to put up big big numbers you know they they're gonna have uh Clay Thompson on him Eagle Dollar they're gonna have uh plus defenders on him but he's gonna have to uh whoever they have on him man he's gonna have to make plays man for his, for himself and his teammates you know we're gonna need a big series out of him man so I like the Rockets in six uh with that being said man quick thing on the Astros man um 
to me, man, the Astros, they got a good team. They're they going to win a division, but I don't think this is the same team they had, you know, uh, when they won the World Series from a, from a pitching standpoint. I like the acquisition of Brantley, but the pitching, man, you know, you lose uh, Dallas Keiko and Charlie Morton, man, that's going to hurt the team, man. Them two uh, A-plus starters. I know Keiko started the year off last year slow, but he finished he finished this year strong, man. He's an A-plus uh, starting pitcher, man. We've got Colin McHugh and you got Peacock guys like that, man. The guy Miley, he's he's produced he's pitched well for us, man. But our starting pitching is not not what it was the last two years that we had him. So we're gonna hopefully those guys that we have uh, step up. I know they got a guy in the minors, Whitley. They're gonna bring up pretty soon. Maybe he's the answer. But if not, man, during the trade deadline, they go, they probably need to bring in another uh, A plus pitcher to go along with uh, Verlander and uh, and Cole, man, because that's what I think we're missing from uh, this year to the last two years. We got starting pitching is not on the level as it was the last two seasons. But I'm gonna look look see you again. Uh, Tomorrow, Ross, man, we're going to hopefully we'll, we'll guide the Rockets to a victory uh, tomorrow, man. We can get that game won. The uh, Golden State coming off a tough series, less than 48 hours. That'll be the game to steal, man. Try to steal that game one because we got the advantage with, our, with being, more, being, being a more uh, well-rested team. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah, thanks a lot, Gerard. Yeah, that, to me, that's the one I'm keying in on for the Rockets to go ahead and win. Uh, you know, I haven't even – let me go ahead and guess. I haven't even looked at the uh, line for that game. Let's see, they're about f- – 14 to 13 point favorites against the Clippers at home. I'm going to say, uh, I don't know where to go with this. I'll go Warriors by seven. Let's see. Uh, now I'll look it up. Ooh, Warriors by six. Interesting. Warriors six point favorites. Opened up at six and a half. Got bet down. So money is coming in on Houston. This is going to be the game for the Rockets to win. Golden State's going to be on 36 hours of rest. The Rockets haven't played since Wednesday. They've been acclimated. They traveled early to Oakland in preparation for this. They should be ready. They've been waiting their whole, you know, they're basically the whole season for this game. Game one in Oracle, where they have won before. I would like for them to go ahead and just get the get the split. In Golden State and win that game. Hell, hell. And then you're on found money in game two. And the, the, all the pressures on the Golden State Warriors should not go down 0-2. And then maybe you can steal that one too. Getting a little hopeful there too, I understand. But um, it's going to be an interesting series. It's going to be uh, it's going to be knockdown, drag out. I have it going six or seven games. I haven't made my final prediction. I'll do that coming up here uh, in the next segment, 713-212-5790, your phone number 713-212-5790. If you look at the talent and if you look at the starters, especially from that standpoint, it's the Golden State Warriors. But you look at, at the bench and then hopefully the Rockets, at least down the stretch, they've been playing better defense than the Golden State Warriors have because the Warriors are playing horrible defense against the L.A. Clippers. I mean, there are games they're allowing 120 points, 129 points. I think even last night they gave up like 111. You can score on the Warriors. These are going to be some shootouts. The question is, will the Rockets be able to match the firepower of Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson? You could argue the three best shooters on the planet are all on one team in the Golden State Warriors. That's the problem. That's why they're back-to-back champions. That's why they're the team to beat. Can the Rockets topple them? Remains to be seen. 713-212-5790. Final segment of the Sports RV Show is next, at which point I will be joined by Dynamo President John Walker. They've got an in-cancer event 
going on today. MD Anderson Cancer Center is their new kit sponsor, so we'll talk about that with him next. Keep it right here. Then after that, I will make my final predictions, talk some Rockets with you guys. Keep it right here. Sports RV Show, Sports Talk 790. Here come the Rockets. Hey, it's Joe Green. Man, this is H-Town. This is my town. This is Sports Talk 790, home of your Rockets. Welcome back. Sports RV Show. And right now on the show, I'll get to my Rockets prediction, talk some more Rockets and Warriors in just a couple of minutes. But I am pleased to be joined by Dynamo President John Walker. The Dynamo are going to take on the Columbus crew at 7.30 tonight at BBVA Compass Stadium. And they got a special event going on today with the End Cancer Promotion. We're, we're extremely proud to have MD Anderson, uh, such a, such a locally you know recognized icon in our community, to have them on our jersey this year. It's the first time that there's been a cause related uh, brand on an MLS jersey in, in MLS's history, and it's you know it's really about their the research that they do and the treatment that they do to to make cancer history. And so as part of this partnership, just throughout the season, we're going to be doing lots of things to help raise money and raise awareness. Uh, for MD Anderson. As you mentioned, it starts this Saturday with our uh, End Cancer Day. Uh, We have the Columbus crew coming into town. Uh, First 7,500 folks that come through the doors will get a a nice Dynamo scarf, uh, End Cancer scarf brought to you by MD Anderson. We'll have uh, the normal pregame festivities out in our Bud Light beer garden. Um, And the team's playing really well. supposed to be 75 and sunny. should be a great day. You know, John, when you guys first partnered up, when I first heard about it with the partnership with the uh, Jersey with MD Anderson, I was, I would say intrigued because like you said, it's not normally something that happens basically anywhere in sports, a partnership with a business that is also a cause. So uh, what goes into those decisions? And also, I think it's just a great partnership because MD Anderson, obviously an iconic entity in the Houston area, known for the medical center. Tying in with the Houston sports team, it just seems like a perfect marriage. Uh, what happens when those conversations start? I mean, it could just kind of take us through the process with hooking up with a, a, an entity like the MD, MD Anderson Cancer Center. Well, the conversations began over a year ago. Uh, to, you know, at, at the start of, of the conversation, the, there was a lot of discussion about the power of, of the Dynamo, uh, marketability of the Dynamo, and certainly the the acceleration of MLS and the popularity of MLS and not only the United States, but internationally. And, you know, our club has uh, guys on it from over 10 countries. And so uh, there's a a tremendous amount of visibility on the Dynamo. And so I I think the folks at MD Anderson were convinced that this was a great way uh, for them to get their message out there and to raise awareness about what they did. And, you know, for us, as I mentioned, you know, we're just proud to have such a, such a great brand uh, associated with us and, and for such a great cause. Um, we've done several things that, you know, were in the works ahead of the season to uh, sort of uh, carry the, the partnership through. One of those was we had the nutritionist from MD Anderson meet with our concessionaire uh, Levy Restaurants to help come up with some healthy food options. So we have fruit cups, we have, you know, vegetable trays, we have some other uh, you know, very healthy items in our concession areas. And in our premium areas, they come up with a, a really cool take on the BLT. And we have a ZLT, which is a zucchini lettuce and tomato sandwich that mm. I've, have, I've, I've tried it. It's fantastic. And it's, it's really all with sort of healthy living, healthy lifestyle in mind. 
uh, as we try and do things to not only treat cancer, uh, but prevent it as well. You know what? That's interesting. The the food stuff you mentioned there, John, because I'm a guy who, all right, I'll, I'll be honest with you, just, just between me and you, John, I'll like a couple of months, I'll try to be healthy, a couple of months, I'll be off. But those couple of months where I'm on and you try to go to a, a ballpark experience, whether it be you guys stadium or the Texans, Astros, Rockets, or anywhere. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, like your options are hot dogs or greasy nachos with that nasty nacho cheese all over it. Like, I think that's great what you guys are doing there. Yeah, we're you know we're trying to appeal to a wide audience, and and uh, you know healthy living and healthy uh, lifestyle is certainly something that the millennial generation is really. Uh, you know, taken to heart and, and practicing in a way that I think maybe some of us older guys haven't done before. And, you know, for old guys like you and I, you know, we do have life here. So <laughs> that can be considered your healthy option. Talking with president of business operations for the Dynamo and Dash, John Walker here. Uh, and John, uh, you mentioned uh, the MLS. And I, I'm just interested. I know that you came over from the Memphis Grizzlies and you worked with Major League Baseball and now you're working with the MLS and it's growing and they've announced expansions. Uh, just is there uh, give me like one thing that you necessarily weren't necessarily prepared for that's different in your day to day operations coming from different sports? Uh, that's a great question, and there have been many things that are different than, than my experience in the NBA. One of those is the fact that our club not only participates in Major League Soccer play, and we have a 34-game regular season, and we're fighting to get back into the playoffs, but there are you know competitions that uh, include uh, tournaments with international teams as well. And you know we were fortunate enough this year to start the season as a participant in the, the Champions League, you know, which included uh, 16 clubs from uh, Central America, North America, uh, and, um, you know, we, we started off playing a team from Guatemala. Uh, we had a home-and-home home series with them and then finished it up with a, a two-game series with Tigres from Mexico. And so those things are sort of inter, intermixed with the regular season of MLS, and that doesn't occur in the NBA. So that, that was one thing to kind of adjust to. All right. And, yeah, speaking of the team on the field, the Dynamo are off to the best start in the club history. Uh, they got the home game coming up this weekend, a couple of home games in four of their five uh, next five. Uh, just go ahead and brag on the on the squad, John, off to one of the best starts in the club history. Yeah, they're really playing well. I mean, we have some really young, exciting, you know, high-scoring guys up front with Mauro Minotis and Albert Elise and a, and a homegrown guy, Memo Rodriguez, uh, who uh, grew up uh, just about 60 miles away from here in Wharton, Texas. And last year the club set the club record for uh, goals scored. So, you know, you're going to get your money's worth. And this year they're actually on pace to, to break that record if they continue, you know, the way they started. Um, haven't lost a match yet, or actually we lost our first match on Friday night. Um, uh, we were one of only two teams that were unbeaten going into Friday night, but Seattle lost as well. So, you know, we're, we're right in the middle of the playoff mix right now. It's still early in the season, but uh, we have high aspirations for this club. How much do you get into game? Are you are you a guy who is uh, like pacing the floor and stuff like that during games? Like, how much do you get to? Or you have to turn it off or anything like that? Or, or are you a guy who can kind of just sit there and, and observe? It's it's starting to get to the point where it's starting <laughs> to make my heart race. <laughs> I have to be honest. Uh, I've spent the first few uh, months here, you know, meeting with our partners and our season ticket holders and members of our supporter groups and sort of observing operations just so I can understand better and try and identify some things we can improve. But as I'm glancing at, at what's happening on the pitch, um, you know, my heart starts to race a little bit. These guys are really good, and I'm, I'm certainly vested in, in their success, and I'm, I'm just looking forward to, uh, to a great season. 
All right, you're a Houston Dynamo with the game this Saturday, April 27th. Go ahead and tell the folks one more time, John Walker, president of Business Operations, uh, what you guys got going on this weekend. Yeah, the first 7,500 folks that come through the door will get a, a Dynamo scarf brought to you by MD Anderson. It's part of our uh, End Cancer Day. Uh, uh, proceeds from all ticket sales uh, will go towards uh, uh, research for MD Anderson and uh, – as I mentioned, the weather's supposed to be fantastic. The team's playing great, so we look forward to seeing everybody out. Dynamo President John Walker here on the Sports RV Show. Appreciate his time and a good cause with what the Dynamo got going on today. 7.30 kickoff against the Columbus crew at BBVA Compass Stadium. All right, just a couple of minutes left of the show. I guess I finally have to do it. Let me think. Rockets versus Warriors, the hashtag, run it back, run is one, all of that, you get up, (laughs) dang it, I've still got a cough, sorry, you get up 3-2 on the Golden State Warriors last year, Chris Paul goes down, and it just seems like a perfect redemption story. The Warriors look vulnerable. Ah. Rockets in six. I've, I really have been teetering between this, enti- this entire time. I've been teetering between Warriors in seven or Rockets in six. I think I got, I just, I feel like it's finally going to happen. I feel like I have to let myself go. I feel like I just have to be in the moment. I have to to stop trying to be – I mean, I always try to be objective. I never want to stop being objective. But I, it just feels like the, that all good things come to an end. And this seems to be the most vulnerable the Warriors have been. The Rockets are as good as they've been. The way they've been playing down the stretch, the way that they took – they didn't even play good or play well. In that series against the Utah Jazz, the Rockets can play a lot better than they did, and they beat a 50-win team four games to one that had the number one defense in the NBA coming down the stretch. And I know the Warriors have been the boogeyman. I picked them last year. But I I just feel like it has to happen at some point. Maybe they're going to ride off into the sunset and get one more championship and win four in five years, which is extremely difficult. But it just feels like everything can come together. This is as good a shot as the the Rockets are going to have. The only thing that they don't have going for them is the fact that they don't have home court advantage. If they had home court advantage like they did last year, I'd feel much more confident picking the Rockets. But I'm picking them. I mean, I just have to. And this, I feel like this is me being unobjective. I'm a huge Rockets fan. They're my favorite Houston team. We've talked about that on this show. I love the Astros. I love the Rockets. I mean, on the Texans because I didn't grow up with them. I'm a huge Oilers guy growing up. But I just look at everything. I look at the matchups. I look at the defense. I look at the vulnerability of the Warriors. And maybe I'm getting a little too pie in the sky or whatever, but I'm rolling with it. Rockets in six. That's my prediction. The Rockets are going to win this series. Now, outside of that, Are they going to win the NBA championship? It's going to be very tough playing whoever comes out of the East. I don't know. I don't really care. I just know that I'm picking the Houston Rockets to win this series in six games, and I think they're going to win tomorrow 
right here on Sports Talk 790, 2.30 tip. 1 o'clock coverage starting with the Rockets launch pad here on Sports Talk 790. Locked it in. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm scared. I need somebody to hold me. Mike, I'm coming in there for a hug, buddy. Uh, I'm leaving. Be there in five seconds, buddy. (laughs) I am scared. But I got the Rockets in six. Sometimes you just got to throw caution in the wind and make your pick. All right, that's going to do it for me. Next, you have Astros coverage coming up at 2 o'clock with Astros on deck. I'll be with you guys tomorrow at 1 o'clock from Big City Wings marquee location for the official Rockets watch party with Clutch, Power Dancers, and me. See you then. KBME Houston, an iHeartRadio station. We're Houston. We are. We are Sports Talk 790. 790. We are the home of your Rockets and Astros. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.